John chapter number 1 and verse 23, if you found it, say amen. amen. He said, I am the voice. Say that with me. I am the voice. I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Matthew 5, 13, ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt have lost his savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is, thence, it is thenceforth good for nothing, but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. He said, I am the voice. Look at somebody and tell them, I am the voice. Amen. And my message tonight is we, the church, we are the voice. Look at somebody and tell them we are the voice. God, have your way. Anoint me to do your work tonight. Thank you for the great anointing and power of your spirit. I pray, God, that you would speak your word into our heart and send us forth into the wilderness of this generation to be your voice. God, I pray, have your way and confirm your word with signs following. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. amen. Give the Lord a good hand clap of praise as you're being seated tonight. Jesus said the believers are the salt of the earth. If the salt loses its ability to change what it's added to, then the Bible said it's good for nothing. He further teaches that we are the light of the world. We have a responsibility to illuminate our communities and our generation. The church, the Bible said, is a city set on a hill designed to stand out, not designed to hide. Some time ago, I was listening to an interview of a man named Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary and his family migrated to the United States from Belarus in 1978. The family of eight lived in a single apartment in New York. When they came to America, they had $80 in their pockets. Now, Gary is worth millions of dollars. His businesses did over $100 million in revenue in one year. In this particular interview I listened to, he talked about how he became so successful in his statement it, it, it spoke to me he said quote I looked at the world and decided that I would become what the world needs I looked at the world and decided that I would become what the world needs he continued and said I made my fortune by being what the world needs. Tonight, my brothers and sisters, the world has 
many needs. The world is full of chaos. It's overrun by hatred and strife and bitterness. There's wars and violence everywhere. Just 45 minutes down the road, nearby a man was taken outside last night and three men beat him to death with a tire iron within 45 minutes of where we sit tonight. The world, my brothers and sisters, is a mess. Economically, the world's financial markets are in turmoil. Inflation has ravaged people's personal resources. Politically, our world is divided with little hope of reconciliation. Religiously, our nation and our world is to a large extent morally bankrupt. American Christianity has embraced secularism and worldliness. It's caressed humanism and lasciviousness. Weak pulpits have birthed weak believers, and weak believers have produced weak values, and weak values have destroyed the fiber of our society. What does the world need from the church? The world needs the church to be a voice in the wilderness. This world is a wilderness, wild and brutal, and the church must be the voice crying in the wilderness. Oh, God. Amen. I sure don't want to preach. To be honest, I, I don't I start to say I don't want to preach long. To be honest, I didn't want to preach at all. But, I, but, but as I was here, I felt like we need to go out of this place more than just knowing how to shout. We need to leave this place and we need to get our voice back. Amen. There needs to be a voice in this generation that says there's power in the gospel and there's power in the blood and there's power in Jesus Christ. There's power in his name. There's power in his presence. There's power in his church and there's power in you. We are the voice in the wilderness. Your school needs you to speak up. Your job site needs you to speak up. Your family needs you to speak up. Your children need you to speak up. Your spouse needs you to speak up. Your parents need you to speak up. Your neighbors and friends need us to be a voice in the wilderness. Somebody's got to talk about Jesus. I wish somebody would praise him right now with your voice. Amen. What the world doesn't need is another cookie-cutter, dead, ritualistic religion. What it doesn't need is just another church that gathers and goes through a ritual and turns around and goes home and never touches heaven and never gets kissed by the presence and the power of God. What this world needs is a church that knows how to flow in the Holy Ghost and get our voice in this generation. We are the voice to this world. The White House needs you. The governor's house needs you. Your neighbor's house needs you. You are the voice. You ought to look at somebody and tell them, I'm the voice. Jesus was a voice. John the Baptist was a voice crying in the wilderness. In the Gospel of John, chapter number 1, verses 21 through 23, the priests and the Levites sent messengers to John the Baptist 
And they had some questions for him. And here's what they said. They asked him, what then? Art thou Elias? Are you Elijah reincarnated? And he said, I am not. Art thou that prophet? Whatever the flavor of the weak prophet was at that time? He answered, no. Then said they unto him, who art thou? That we may give an answer to them that sent us. What sayest thou? Of thyself. Who art thou? My friends, the world wants to know who you are. Are you a Sunday Christian? Are you a revival service Christian? Are you an Easter Sunday Christian? He said, No, I'm none of that. He said, Here's what I am I am a voice of one crying in the wilderness. May I tell you? That what we don't need is more dead, dry church and more dead, dry Christians. And what we need are more, vo more voices in the wilderness. Somebody needs to get a comeback tonight. There's some people in this place that you don't know what you are. You've been so long since you thought that God could use you. But I'm telling you, everyone in this place, you're not a nobody. You're not useless. You're not, not just trash to be thrown aside. You may have gone a long way. You may have had a lot of issues. You may have failed God. You may have failed your family. You may have failed yourself. But that doesn't take away the fact that you are a voice and God wants to use you. Hallelujah. I've come to tell you to get your voice back tonight. I wish somebody lift their voice and shout to heaven and say, I'm not going to let the devil keep me down. I'm not going to let my mistakes keep me from being a voice. I was called to be a voice in the wilderness. You ought to lift your voice right now and say, I am a voice. I'm, I'm, you know what I'm looking at? I'm going to tell you what I'm looking at. I'm looking at people that don't even realize how powerful you are in the Holy Ghost. I know you may have issues, and I know you may have weaknesses and faults and failures, but with God, you can move mountains. You can do the impossible. You can walk in the Spirit. God wants to turn you around. You are not what your neighbor says about you, and you are not what the devil says about you, and you're not what your critics say about you. You are a voice. Who art thou? He asked the question. They asked him, who are you? Who are you? Look, if you don't know who you are, then you'll never do anything for God. So I'm telling you tonight who you are. You are not the mistakes you've made over the last 10 years, 10 days, 10 weeks, or 10 hours. You are not whatever label the devil's put on you. You're not a failure. You're not useless. You got to just get up from whatever you've been going through and you got to say, I'm making up my mind tonight to be a voice. I'm not going to let my critics silence me. I'm not going to let the devil tell me I can't do anything. I'm trying to pick somebody up from your low spiritual self-esteem and tell you that God has chosen for you to hear his gospel and to be a voice. Oh, God, I'm starting to feel something. Come. I'll be honest what I'm starting to feel, and I want to say it carefully because I don't want you to think I'm mad at you because I'm not, but I'm starting to feel mad right now. 
not at any of you. I'm getting mad at the devil that's trying to tell you that you're useless and no good and worthless and trying to tell you you don't have the right to lift your voice and do anything for God. And while I'm preaching this, you're saying, well, that's fine for those guys and that's fine for them, but you don't know where I've been, preacher. I don't have to know where you've been. I know God brought you to this house tonight and the fact that you're here tells me that God thinks you have a voice. The fact that you came tonight tells me that God's not through with you and it's not over. And you can laugh at the folks shouting down here, but when God really gets a hold of you, you'll shout too. You'll get your voice back. Somebody ought to do it right now. Somebody that hadn't shouted in a long time, you ought to just, you ought to shake the rust off those creaky knees and you ought to stand in your feet. You don't have to go fast. You might not be able to jump high, but you ought to say, I'm getting my voice back tonight. Can I tell you something? And, and, I'm, and I'm trying my best. But, but can I tell you a little something right now? Anybody can shout when it's going good. Marshall, these last few weeks you've had, you got a lot to shout about. All the stuff that God tore off of your life and turned you around, that deep heritage that you have that goes way back for generations. And God saw you in the lowness of your addiction and your brokenness, and he picked you up. You got a lot to shout about tonight. But let me tell you what bothers the devil more than somebody shouting like that is somebody that's in the middle of their mess. And you still find a way to shout. Somebody that's still dealing with your trouble, but you found a way to praise. It bothers the devil when he's got all these chains on you and still you lift your hands. You got to get your voice back. Somebody ought to just lift your voice right now. You ought to shout even if you're still addicted. You ought to shout even if you're still frustrated. You ought to shout even if you failed this week. You ought to shout even if you're dealing with disappointment. You ought to just go ahead and praise God and get your voice back tonight. Hallelujah. I, I, I had a late addition to my sermon. And, I, and, and, and look... I believe in the gift of interpretation. And I write so bad that if the gift of interpretation don't get on me right now, I won't have a clue what I wrote a couple hours ago. But I, I looked up how to get your voice back. And, and what I found out was the first thing you gotta do is you gotta breathe moist air. You gotta breathe the right kind of air. Amen. And the Bible said, you know what the word for spirit in the New Testament is? It's the Greek word pneuma. The word pneuma, it means to breathe. Amen. It means to breathe. And so when you hear where it says the Spirit of God, what it means is the pneuma of God or the breath of God. If you're going to get your voice back, you got to start breathing in the Spirit again. It would do every single person in this house a good dose of the Holy Ghost talking in tongues right now. Right where you are, you ought to say, God, baptize me fresh with your spirit. Let your spirit breathe into my heart again. Let your spirit breathe into my soul again. 
Oh, come on, you got to breathe. You can't get your voice back if you don't breathe. You ought to talk in tongues right now. You ought to just throw your head back, open your mouth, and say, God, baptize me fresh with the fresh anointing of the Holy Ghost. If it's been 50 years, 50 minutes, you ought to say, God, fill me with the Holy Ghost one more time. The second way to get your voice back is it said, drink plenty of water. You got to drink water to get your voice back because you lose your voice when your throat gets dry, when your vocal cords get dry. And so to get your voice back, you got to drink plenty of water. Jesus said, come unto me and drink. You got to drink in the presence of God. Amen. Somebody ought to get a good drink of the spirit right now. You ought to just say, God, I'm tired. I'm tired of going home dry. I'm tired of going. Look, it's not God's fault you go home dry. I can promise you it's not this music team's church and this church's fault. If you don't drink, it's because you didn't open your mouth. You ought to open your mouth right now and say, God, I want a fresh baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Kim, grab, grab her hand. God's touching you right now. I'm telling you, God's, God's been touching you all day long. I'm telling you, you've never gone so far that you weren't in the middle of God's plan. God's got a plan. you got a voice. You've got experiences that only you can tell somebody. And you got to get your voice back. Don't worry about what people think. Don't worry about how many times you failed. Don't worry about all the stuff you've been through. You get your voice back today because God's hand is on you. There's a revolution coming through your voice. You got to get a drink, folks. Somebody ought to get a drink. Oh, that's right. Somebody ought to pray for her like it was your daughter or your sister. Hey, there's something happening here right now. Anybody thirsty? Anybody thirsty for a fresh touch? Anybody thirsty for another drink of heaven's well? You ought to lift your hands all over this place and say, God, turn this place into a raging river of the Holy Ghost to flow in this place. place that don't hold things over people's heads for the rest of their life. God, if somebody falls, help us to lift them up. God, let us give place for mercy. Let us give place for grace. Let us be a place where somebody can get their voice back and we don't remind them about what they did all that time. But God, help us to have a place of restoration. says you have to avoid whispering you have to avoid whispering it said whispering is harder on your vocal cords than speaking out loud see part of the problem is we like to shout in here but when we get out there we want to whisper we don't want folks to know we're that one God holiness folks 
We want to shout in here, but when we get out there, we want to have a whisper because we're afraid somebody will say, you one of those crazy people that shout and run? Let me just go ahead and say it right now. I'm one of those crazy people that shout and run. I'm tired of whispering. It's hard on my voice to whisper. My voice wasn't made to whisper. My voice wasn't made to be quiet. This world needs to know there's a powerful one God, Jesus name voice in this world. You were not made to whisper at school. You weren't made to whisper at work. You weren't made to whisper at the Walmart. You were made to speak out in Jesus name. players in the game, they want the crowd to, to get loud. You ever seen them do it before? You ever see it? They, they, need, they feel like they need some noise in the arena because there's something about that noise that gets their adrenaline going and gets them to go at another level. Amen. And so if it works out there, they didn't make that up. They didn't think of it. The Bible said make a joyful noise unto the Lord. There ought to be a shout. This community ought to know that we're having revival. I'm getting my voice back. I'm getting my voice back. I'm getting my voice. I'm going to use my voice. quiet they told us to use our inside voice what they what they meant was we don't want to hear you anymore and I understand that there's times at school and whatever I, I'm, I'm just look look me in the eye I'm not saying to disobey teachers what I am saying is when you're out there in the wilderness it's not time to have your inside voice it's time to have your wilderness voice. Are we just going to let this country go? Are we just going to let the world go? Are we just going to let our neighbors die and go to hell and never hear about the power of the Holy Ghost? Are we just going to live our life and be concerned just about us? Or are we going to get our voice back and go out there and tell somebody Jesus loves you? He'll change your life. He'll turn your life around. Hey, I'm going to tell you, we're seeing revival all the time baptized three more this morning 43 people since the first week of February because there's something real about what's going on in here there's something that'll turn your life around you got to give your voice I am the voice everybody stand with me I'm done I don't want you to whisper right now I want you to lift your voice oh God send Holy Ghost revival God, send a Holy Ghost revival to my family. God, send a Holy Ghost revival to my neighbors. God, send a Holy Ghost revival in Jesus' name. Come on, you got to give your voice to it. Even Jesus needed somebody to be a voice. Even Jesus needed a John the Baptist to be a voice. If Jesus needed a voice back then, he needs a voice right now. And you are the voice.
and dads something I want you to do. If you're struggling with your kids and you're feeling a burden and you, you don't know why you feel uneasy but you know something's got to change. Maybe you sense that they're, they're, they're maybe a little cold or drifting. Here's what you do. When those babies get up and they go to school, you go in their room and you begin to use your voice. I claim this child in Jesus' name. I claim them as a worshiper. I claim them as a Holy Ghost. You need to lift your voice. You walk through that house. If your house is full of tension, you walk through that house and you begin to speak the peace of God over your house. You got to open. You got to use your voice. If you're, listen kids, if your parents are not serving God when they're not around, and it, maybe if they are around, I don't want you to get your face smacked, but if they're not around, you walk through that house and you say, I claim my daddy in Jesus' name. I claim him as a one God, Holy Ghost filled. I claim his soul. You, ought to, you gotta use your voice. You gotta begin to declare it. Amen. Sit in your kid's car. And while you're sitting in their car, begin to say, God, I pray let your presence visit this car. While my kid's driving down the road, wherever they're going, wherever they're going to get into, God, let the angel of the Lord be here with them. you got to use your voice. In Jesus' name. You are the voice. You are the voice. The word of faith is nigh thee. In thy mouth. You got to speak it out. Jesus said if you've got a mountain. If you've got a mountain that's in your way. He didn't say, think about that mountain. He said, if you got a mountain in your way, you got to open your mouth and you got to speak to that mountain. Be thou removed and cast into the sea. What am I so small against a mountain so big? Who do I think I am to stand in front of my mountain and tell my mountain to go? But I'm not doing it based on my authority. And I'm not doing it based on what I think. I'm doing it because my Savior said, if you speak to your mountain and tell it to be cast into the sea, it shall be done. you got to step out of this place tonight in boldness. You hear what I'm saying? I want to send about 350 people out of here tonight with a bold voice that when you come up against a mountain, you just open your mouth and say, mountain, you better get out of my way. If you know what's good for you, you'll move right now. Woo, Jesus, have mercy. Hey, hey, I feel something rising up in somebody. I'm trying to plant a seed of boldness in somebody that you'll begin to say things. Hey, I, 
Somebody, somebody right now is thinking of something they want to say. But in your mind, you're thinking, ah, it can't happen. It's impossible. It's too big. And the enemy's trying to, either the enemy or your, your flesh is trying to keep you from speaking it out. Because the enemy knows that once it's spoken out in obedience to the word of God, that something begins to happen. Hey, how about And so at some point, you got to be bold enough to speak it out. Amen. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying, Brother Wilson? This building's not going to hold us much longer. This building's not going to hold us, so I'm going to go ahead and speak it out, God. We need to raise $2 million to finish that building and get it done and get the parking lot done so we can get more people before this rapture comes. Before the end comes, we need to be able to have a voice. I know it sounds impossible. I got no idea where it's coming from. I got no idea where it's coming from, but here's what I do know, that if God honors it, that means he's going to bless all of you financially so you can be a part of it. Wouldn't you like to be blessed so much that you can be a giver to something that great? Wouldn't it be awesome for you to be able to go home from work every week and say, God has been so good to me. Look what God's done. He'll bless you to be a blessing. I know it's a big mountain, but I decided to speak it anyway. I decided to go ahead and talk about it anyhow. In my mind, I, I thought about it. Brother Patton, I thought about it. And when I thought it, I thought, oh, you better not say that. But then you know what? I'm like, dear God, I'm a big hypocrite. If, I, if, if I'm telling them to say something, and here I am, afraid to speak what I feel like God's put on my heart, so I just put it out there, and if the devil don't like it, he can shut his ears. Because I'm speaking to that mountain. God's going to do it. God's going to do it. God's going to do it. For his kingdom's sake, God's going to do it. It might be a disease you got to talk to. It might be a spirit from hell you got to talk to. It might be a problem you got to talk to. It might be an age-old generational curse you got to talk to. But you got to open your mouth and begin to speak some stuff in the Holy Ghost. You're the voice. as a voice right now as your hands are lifted up I want you to say those things that God's putting on your heart I want you to be willing to give a voice to it it can't have it it doesn't have its own voice you got to be the voice if it's a lost loved one if it's a sickness if it's some issue in life if it's a trial, a problem, something you're facing, and you got to give a voice to it. You got to use your voice. You are the voice. Come on, don't be a whisper. Be a voice. 
Don't be a whisper, be a voice. trying to tell you how to do your job, but I like that song you sing, Who Are You Great Mountain? Anybody feel that right now? Anybody starting to feel like, who does the devil think he is to try to manipulate my marriage? Who does the devil think he is to try to manipulate my kids? Who are you, Great Mountain?
losing your voice. You've got your voice back, back again tonight, and God is expecting you to use that voice. Use it to reach others. Use it to speak to your mouth. Use it to bind the things that are in your life. Use it to rebuke the enemy from off your finances, off of your health. Amen, amen. What a great word, Steve. Amen. I have one announcement to make. Uh, Brother Vosses had mentioned earlier about giving, if you wanted to give to the Lebanon offering. Uh, he needs to have it tonight. So if you're wanting to bless the church in Lebanon, he needs to have that offering tonight. So be in prayer real quick on what you want to give on that. But let's go before the Lord in prayer for dismissal this evening. If you would, just grab somebody close to you. Maybe put your arm around them. Let's all pray for each other and, and, and for the Lord to move mightily. God, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for this word, for speaking to us tonight, God. Lord, there's none like you, Jesus. God, just to be in your presence, Lord, and know that everything, when we're in your presence, that everything has to go away, that everything has to melt. The sins that, that we brought upon our lives, God, when we confess them to you, you're faithful and just, just to forgive us of those sins, God, and we thank you for that, Lord Jesus. God, we pray, Lord, that you'd help us to use our voices, Lord. Use them mightily, God, to speak to those things in our life, God, that are coming against us with power, with, with anointing, with the mighty name of Jesus. Because nothing can stand when we call the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God, we pray, Lord, that you would bless our brothers, bless our sisters, God, and give us strength, each and every one, Lord God. And, Lord, I pray for your blessing. As we go our separate ways, Lord Jesus, help us, God, to be the church you've called us to be. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give you praise. Amen and amen. You're dismissed in the name of the Lord.